we join on the line now by Nadir Token, analyst at 27.4 Investment Managers. Good morning, Nadir. Good morning, Shakina. Oh, so much to talk about. Uh, but let's take our pick, starting with ArcelorMittal and uh, the fact that they are planning to shut two mills and also reviewing operations uh, there at their largest plant on the Val. Yeah, I mean, Sakina, you know, there's no other words besides that uh, the, the conditions within the steel industry have now become dire. You know, we've seen, uh, um, we've seen ArcelorMittal announce that they have to obviously shut two of those mills and they're reviewing operations at their biggest uh, steel mill in Thunderbell Park, you know, where they employ something like 1,200 people. So, um, you know, they've said that they're going to try as best as they can to avoid layoffs at uh, those two mills and they're going to try and reduce fixed costs in order um, to to keep operations viable. And this is really as uh, steel prices continue to come under pressure. And despite the fact that the government last week announced that it's going to impose a 10% tariff on imported steel, which is a maximum allowable tariff um, allowed by the World Trade Organization, um, we see ArcelorMittal still continue to just ha- sort of haggle along. You know? And I think uh, the, 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 um, the import tariff is really only good news for, uh, for ArcelorMittal over the medium to long term. You know, over the short term, they're still faced with a significant cash flow crisis. And uh, you know, I think the fact that steel prices have really come under the cost and fixed costs have gone up in terms of electricity production and in terms of labor and uh, you know I think it's, it's, it's really just been a recipe for disaster and in fact we saw uh, Everett Highfield Steel had to close their South African operations not too long ago um, you know so ArcelorMittal in fact managed to weather the storm longer than Everest did. So I think all in all, we're looking at about 400 job losses, Sakina, and I think uh, ongoing uncertainty and ongoing dire conditions within the commodity space continues to hurt the South African economy. You know, it contributes something like, uh, well, mining contributes something like 8% to South African GDP, and with an unemployment rate of 25%, um, you know, we can ill afford to have these sort of things happening. But be that as it may, um, you know, we hope that uh, ArcelorMittal can manage to restructure their two largest plants where they employ 1,200 people uh, by reducing other fixed costs rather than uh, enduring uh, more, more, more layoffs. And uh, let's hope that the import tariff can sort of uh, save the sector, so to speak, over the medium term and they can just weather the storm until that assists. Mm. And, you know, talking about job losses and an effort to actually, you know, stem the tide there, uh, an agreement was signed between government, labor and business um, in the mining sector. Tell us more about that, Nadir. Yeah, so essentially what was done is that uh, there's obviously been a stem of jobs being lost in the mining sector. I mean, we're looking at something like 12,000 jobs that have been at risk uh, because of declining commodity prices and increased fixed costs, as we mentioned earlier. So, you know, obviously it would be disastrous if 12,000 jobs were lost uh, in the sector, given where unemployment is standing at the moment and given the levels of inequality we have in the South African economy. You know, And I think uh, a lot of the structural issues that we have in the South African economy is due to is due to inequality. So you know it's it's, it's become it's become a, a sort of scenario where you know um, the hands are being forced to sort of come to agreement. You know, and I think uh, that's why the three parties sat around the table. And essentially, what the agreement proposes is that uh, a development fund be set up for any retrenchments in the mining sector, um, and also that uh, the, the, that the price of certain uh, strategic commodities such as platinum be attempted to be boosted and the way that government intends to do that or has proposed um, that that be done is that 
that uh, platinum be advised to be used as a reserve asset by the South African Reserve Bank, meaning that uh, just like uh, reserve banks keep a certain amount of gold locked in a vault as a, you know, a, 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 a sort of a, an asset of last resort for all debts, um, you know, government is going to propose that the South African Reserve Bank and the British Development Bank, which has about 100 billion rand in assets, um, you know, be, be, uh, be recap or be, be sort of have platinum reserves. And uh, given that South Africa sits on about 80% of the world's platinum, um, you know, if central banks were to demand more platinum, you know, uh, the, the intention is that hopefully that would see an increase in price. And uh, if we see an increase in price, the miners could be in a better position. And, uh, you know, we could prevent further job losses and higher commodity prices could lead to a lot of uh, positive spin-offs for the South African economy in terms of uh, reducing our current account deficits and sort of uh, increasing GDP. Uh, you know, possibly the mining sector could start adding jobs as opposed to cutting jobs and, uh, you know, we could see that a, a major support for economic growth. This is obviously all very theoretical, Sakina, because to get central banks to adopt this as a, some sort of a reserve asset is obviously going to take a, a lot of negotiation and some time. Um, but we've seen that demand for platinum completely collapse as uh, global economic growth has slowed and, you know, demand for catalytic converters in cars have obviously slowed along with that. And then we've seen a lot of recycled platinum above ground stock uh, coming back into the market. So in essence, you know, it's about uh, either increasing demand or destroying supply. So one of two things need to happen. You mentioned that the oil price rallied quite significantly overnight on the back of uh, lower than forecast uh, US, U.S. production. And so that's basically supply destruction. And we saw a rally in the oil price. Now, the same thing needs to happen in all other commodity markets. So with regards to platinum, we either need to see supply destruction, meaning mines closing down or closing down certain operations. And that's bad for jobs, or we need to see demand boosted, and that's essentially what government is attempting to do. They're attempting to boost demand for platinum such that, uh, you know, we can see some sort of uptick in prices. Well, that's it. We're going to leave it for this morning. Thank you so much, Nadir Token, analyst at 274 Investment Managers. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.